Theory and Theology, what is up? It's the new month of May 2024. March, I mean, whoa. I skipped a few months. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get to summer as quick as possible. Maybe I can speak it into existence. I don't know. Um, let me see. First day of March. Friday. I don't know if I'm posting this Friday or Saturday because I feel like I just posted. I think I just I I can't go back in this app, but I think I just posted the episode about Chabad, about Chabad and their kind of uh, take on um, technology. Um, I don't know when I posted that. I recorded it on like Tuesday, so I have no idea when I posted it. I think I was going to post it for March 1st, but I don't remember because I was doing that kind of like Black History Month project. So, you know, there's been something kind of that I've been kind of trying to learn about that it's just it just keeps popping up over and over and over again. Um... So, Freemasonry, um, Freemasons, now this topic came up, um, mostly because, well, always comes up, because I'm always looking at conspiracy theories and things, and I'm looking into political things, politics, education, all kinds of topics all the time, and, you know, the topic of Freemasonry always comes up, and the only thing I really know about it is that to get to higher levels, um, you have to be a, um, you have to belong or be a believer in a god, and I believe a religion that has a god, um, like you can't, if you're atheist, you can't go like all the like as far as people who believe in in a god like you could be jewish muslim pretty much anything that has a god i don't really know about like hinduism or like religions that have like a lot of gods um like i really don't know i i haven't gotten far at all i'm literally telling you all that i know um right now and this is kind of going to be, I don't even know if I'm going to do this for the whole month of March or if it's just going to be for the, this weekend. I might be over it pretty quick by the end of the weekend, but right now I'm kind of enjoying diving into it. It's not like ultra intense. I don't know if it will become ultra intense. So this is maybe like my pre-intro, like my pilot, my pilot intro to see if I even want to make a full in- intro episode on this um, so, I was watching this video, um, on YouTube from two years ago, and it has this guy who was going through this jewelry box from, like, the 1800s or so, and it had stuff in it from the 1800s, 1900s, um, cufflinks, you know, 
uh, pins, military buttons, watches, like bracelets, necklaces, and things. And some of the pins and little things had had little Freemason symbols on it. Um, and he kind of mentioned that. And there were probably like six or seven of them, maybe. Not a very significant video. Like, he wasn't talking about, like, the price or the, the worth of things. Um, he talked a little bit about how to tell, oh, is this pearl? Or how he's going to check if something's gold or not. But otherwise, um... You know, that, that kind of sparked my interest for the weekend. Because I was like, eh, I'm done with my other project. I need, I need at least a project for the weekend. So I'm like, oh, I'll look into this. Because I'm not going out Saturday. That tomorrow, I'm going to be in. And then I'm going to um, get some applications done in the evening. But, you know, my Saturday's daytime are my free time. So... I'm going to spend most of my free time learning about this stuff or reading books or whatever else I want to do. Um, but it's going to rain, so I don't think I'm going anywhere. So, um, so Freemasons, you know, I watched a video kind of about this guy who talked about like the four things that Freemasons should do. I don't remember what they were. But I guess the first one was um you know, praying in the day and the night or the morning and the evening or whatever. Doing some form of reflection at the end of the day, reaching out to somebody um to check in with others in the community. Um, there was another one that I can't remember what it was. Um, but I was like, because, you know, whenever I hear about Freemasonry, it's always assumed eh, this is like, you know, some like wrong, ignorant, um, crazy, racist thing um that's got connections to the presidents and the Illuminati and Satanism and like devil worship and stuff and I'm like hmm. like first of all I've never really fully heard that I mean I've seen it come up um you know I don't know if it's considered a religion or a belief system. It it seems to combine a bunch of things like like just looking at it on the surface. It seems like certain things like the university system or like school system just like how you can learn and move up to different levels. And then maybe you have a certain type of learning that you're doing. It almost reminds me of being in clubs or like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, Pathfinders for Adventists. Um, I don't want to go as far as to say like Hitler, Hitler Youth. Like I don't, I don't really know. 
if I could categorize that, but I feel like all the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and all that stuff, as far as I think I've learned, it came out of, you know, Americans wanting something kind of like Hitler Youth. Am I wrong in saying that? Am I correct or am I incorrect? I do not know. Um, There's a lot of history that I just don't know, guys, so don't, don't shoot me over what I don't know. I'm literally learning. And I'm asking questions because I'm not trying to, like, assume that I'm right. I'm assuming I'm going to say a lot of incorrect things. A lot of it's stuff that I've heard or stuff that I've assumed. And I try not to do that. I like to hear first person from the actual people that are doing whatever practices or participating or joining and talking about their experiences firsthand. And I'm getting secondhand knowledge. And then, depending on what things are, I might dabble. I might dabble in things. Like, they did mention a journal uh, that people can subscribe to. I wouldn't mind, you know, paying for a subscription to some kind of, like, Freemason journal. Um, I don't know if it's a good idea. (laughs) I don't even know if it still exists. But... Let's jump more into this topic. So like I said, it's like, this is like, this is like a pilot. It's just a test, you know. Uh, This is just a test. Um, I don't really know what I'm saying. So I've watched that one guy's video of those four things that Freemasons do. I don't know where he's getting that information if it's something that's commonly taught if it's something that he kind of developed I don't know he was just some random guy on the internet um let me get the name because I don't know if I can post the link while I'm talking dang I might not be able to Sorry, this app kicks me out so much when I'm trying to, like, click around. It might shut off the podcast. So let's see if I can get over to my history without having to do anything else. All right. Um, so that the video is called, well, the channel, Scottish, Scottish Right of Free... That's as much as I can see. I don't know if it says Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. Let me copy this link to share it with you guys. It's called Four Things Freemasons. I think it says should do every day. The thumbnail has him holding up the number four. He's wearing a trucker cap with the... Is that a compass or a protractor? I never remember the names of these things. Um, And then four things Mason should do every day. So I'm going to paste that for you guys to see. Um, Let me write that in the notes. Four things Mason's should do daily. Alright, 
so I'm gonna give you guys that link. And the link I talked about before that um, was from, it's called Opening an 1800s Jewelry Box Estate, probably an estate sale or something, from this channel called Curiosity Incorporated. Curiosity Incorporated. Um, So I'm going to post that up above the... Um, okay, sorry, I'm typing with one hand at that. Um, sorry for the mess, guys. I'm almost done. All right, so the notes are going to say, you know, Freemasons, Freemason pins from early... 1800s and 1900s S and then um, four things Mason should do daily and then a link to that um, so alright I'm arranging the notes guys if you're wondering why I'm talking so strange and sounding so like messed up here um all right so like i said this isn't going to be the most informative i'm just coming in with fresh enough eyes yes i've heard of freemasonry do i know what it is could i explain it to you in a sentence no i guess the best I can explain is it seems like from what I've learned so far a type of fraternity or something but I would not have used that word before I think I would have used like a I think I would have thought it was a religion before um like kind of like like an open-minded religion that kind of like accepts a lot of types of people kind of like the Baha'i um you know how they have some religions that are kind of like they incorporate like multiple religions that's kind of somewhat what I thought Freemasonry was um before I watched any of this content so now I'd probably use the word similar to like fraternity so after watching the four things that the Mason should do, I was like, you know, what do youth learn? What do young adults, you know, learn? You know, what do people practice in Freemasonry? Like, what are they actually doing, you know? Because you see the symbols and you're like, what does that even mean? You know, there's symbols all over. There's some in my neighborhood that there's a building that has that compass with a ruler thing on it that right angle ruler or something I see these symbols you know they're all over the place you know and I don't know what it is and you know so I you know I recognize it even though I don't even know what it is um I've never seen people around 
the areas dressed up or doing anything specific. I watched the movie The Skulls, I think the first and the second one. And that was something that I always associated with Freemasonry somehow and just, you know, Ivy League schools and presidents and some weird symbolisms on like the American currency and other stuff, you know, and then basically you just see pictures of people in these like halls just kind of all standing wearing their different you know, the suits with their different types of hats and their different types of, like, sashes and little, I don't know what they're called, like, it's not called a loincloth, it's kind of like an apron, I guess, like a little apron type thing, but they all look different, like, they look different, they don't all look the same. So I assume that they all have some symbolism or they all represent something. Um, And people are always wearing suits. They look pretty uniform other than the other identifying things. And there seems to be this link to higher education and politics. And religion. Like a combination of, of them. But how? I don't know. And that's what I'm trying to find out. Um, Because even though people say they're secretive, it seems like they have a lot of content for something that's supposed to be so secretive. So I found these youth group live streams from like back when Google Plus was a thing from like 10 to 12 years ago. Um, I'm going to post the first episode but there's like 54 I think episodes by these guys um Masonic Roundtable talking about the Freemason fraternity that began in England in 1717 let me see if I can get the name of that channel I think that's just what it's called Masonic Roundtable TMR the Masonic Roundtable um and so season one is an episode one is the first one I watched pretty much all the way through. I stopped at the part where after the second guy talked about a book he was reading. So most of my other notes are compiled from from that experience of watching that video. And then I'm not going to spoil the other videos for you guys. And I'm not going to even spoil this whole one. So things that come up. You know, there's terminology. There's positions. So I learned that there's terminology. There's positions. There's degrees. Some resources, events, books. Um, that's what I've learned so far. And just from, you know, I've seen them around around. In different neighborhoods like the buildings and just some photos I've seen with like groups of people and like the garb they wear so as far as terminology someone mentioned something about launches I don't know what launches are a lot of the information I might say you guys with terminology might be incorrect so I think launches has to do with the types of events that they put on 
because somebody was mentioning, you know, if you go to every launch, you know, you're going to be spending a lot of money. And that's another thing that I was like, okay, so they have to spend money. They have to spend money to be a part of, I think, they have to pay dues. But we'll get we'll get to that. And this isn't going to be very informative. Again, uh, I'm just rattling off words with my best guesses. I don't even really have, like, valuable knowledge to contribute. So Grand Lodge seems like it's a like the official place. I'm not sure. And it seems like there's other lodges. So the other places I've seen are probably just different lodges around. Because the way these guys mentioned the lodges that they're from, they seem to each have a lodge with a number attached to it. And then what city and state it's in. So one guy was from Patriot Lodge number 1957 or 1957 um Fairfax Virginia he kind of mentioned some things about it I don't fully know exactly what that entails as far as the details but the wording he used he describes it as an academic lodge that has some affiliation with George Mason University um he said it was two years old, so this Patriot Lodge is two years old. That was ten years ago. When this video was filmed ten years ago, it was two years old. Um, so it's older now. <laughs> um, one guy was from Waukegan Lodge, and I might be wrong with the spelling or the pronunciation. Waukegan Lodge, 78 in Illinois that has some connection with Blue Lodge or it is a Blue Lodge I don't know if it is one or what that even means um, Corinthian Lodge number 47 in Farmington, Minnesota Acacia Lodge number 16 in Clifton, Virginia he, he said it was a country lodge Eola I don't know how to spell that Eola Lodge number 207 in Orlando, Florida. And other terms I picked up were appendant bodies. So appendant bodies seem to be maybe not events, but something around events or something that you would join for a certain reason or period of time, which I'm not aware of what that actually means. But I saw it all over one of the websites. The shrine. I don't know what the shrine is exactly. But he, one of the guys talked about fellowship at the shrine. I don't know what fellowship entails. Is it like in Christianity where there's like praying and singing together. And possibly even eating together and talking and stuff. I don't know what what fellowship is like what their fellowship entails there's a term that comes up I guess when it comes to females called Job's daughters I don't know if it's Job like the biblical Job or if it's Job but I think it's Job's daughters 
And I don't know what a rainbow, what the significance of like a rainbow is. I wasn't sure if it was like an LGBT thing. I also am not sure if they have black people. Um, Most of the pictures I see do not look like um, they have a lot of black people. But they did mention people could be Muslims or Jews. And Jewish people are like their own kind of ethnic group. Um, Muslim people aren't always ethnically like Arab. They can be pretty much any race, including Caucasian, Asian, Black, African, you know, Middle Eastern, whatever. Um, and one of the guys who was talking kind of seemed Latino, like the way he described, he pronounced his name and his complexion and his actual name, like it sounds like a Latino name and the way he pronounced it with the accent sounds like a Latino, like a, like a Spanish language pronunciation and his complexion and kind of the accent he didn't really have like a thick accent but he kind of almost had like I would assume he speaks Spanish so I don't know I'm pretty sure there are black Freemasons I just maybe they're not like a big part they're not the majority I mean, I don't understand the rights coming from Scotland or York, but, you know, if it's from England or Scotland, that might make sense if it originated in those places for people not to be of a lot of different minority groups. Maybe they don't cater to different groups. Um, but I'm pretty sure I've seen pictures of Freemasons that were old black men. Some of them were sprinkled in, I think. And I've seen pictures of there being, like, women's groups, like, older women. But I've only seen pictures of, like, old people. They're always, like, old. Um, maybe it's something that people do more when they retire. Because it does sound like it's consuming in time and finances. Um, so yeah, and again, I'm guessing, I don't know what a lot of this is, I'm trying not to come at it from like, as weird of a perspective as I've been coming at it from, even though I haven't been coming at it because I haven't been learning it, but I've learned it through eyes of some kind of prejudice, um, and I'm not gonna act like, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to come from, like, fresh eyes, fresh ears, and open my mind somewhat to hearing what the people who are part of it say. I'm assuming that the youth people, the younger generations are newer Um, They'd probably be more limited on the financial end. It sounds like there are some people who can be 
parts of certain things based on family members being parts of 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 freemasonry um there are different things that people are able to be more involved in and i keep saying things 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 because i don't really know what else to call them i'm like these are just random things to me that i'm trying to like make sense of it's kind of interesting that i probably know the least about this of almost most things that come to belief systems but i as much as it seems like it's hidden when i search for anything it comes up right away so as much as maybe i've thought it was hidden maybe it's not that hidden i gotta go get some i'm gonna turn off my heater and then go get some some cold water because i'm like melting and then i'm gonna finish recording this So yeah, I'm really trying to give it a fair shot at letting the people explain it for itself. Because I think about it, you know, I was raised Christian. If I wanted to find information about why Christianity is all something messed up that people shouldn't follow and shouldn't do, I could find that information. I've studied Islam. If I wanted to look up and find information about why some some groups of people say that Islam is bad, I would find that information. You know, I've studied Judaism. I enjoy studying it. And I do constantly come across information that is against the Jewish people. And so why should this be any different? You know, when I when I study anything, like I was watching some random video about Beyonce lying about her her stance or belief in God. And some guy was kind of prejudiced against LGBT people saying she doesn't believe in God. And she's trying to like um make music not because she believes in god but because of the lgbt community i can watch plenty of videos about people who are racist against white people i can watch plenty of videos about people who don't like blacks or don't like asians or don't like latinos or don't like whoever they don't like um and so there's definitely information out there about why freemasons are whatever people say but I do believe that in a lot of groups there's going to be the people who really have good intentions who want to use it to better themselves and their community I believe religions have that I believe political groups have that I believe um you know activist groups have that and then you have the extremists in the religions or in these groups you know that you know want some kind of supremacy and want to just screw over everybody who's not their kind whatever that kind is and they're against everybody either because some leader told them or their god told them or some book told them or something told them to be all crazy and chaotic and like hateful i think 
just naturally, maybe naturally, groups kind of, groups where there's, like, hierarchies and leadership and, like, an ultimate person in charge or being in charge, I think there's always going to be those groups of people that are extremists. So does Freemasonry have some kind of weird things going on, cult-like stuff? Maybe. I mean, pretty much every major religion has some weird weird cult-like thing going on with it. If you look hard enough, you'll find it. And so that's kind of what I'm learning when I'm studying all these different groups, is you keep seeing these same themes. And there are people who I do think benefit, and they're like, they want to talk about how it helped their life. And that's kind of what I want to know. Why would somebody join this? What the heck is it? What do they do? And how does it, you know, help them? So far, what I've learned just from observation is that people get helped by being part of a group that fellowships. There's a sense of community you're paying into something so you've got an investment i don't know if you get any of the money back but it's you're investing in something that's supposed to help your future and a lot of these people i don't know the percentage but i'll put it this way let me reverse it kind of the way i'm trying to say this a lot of people in powerful positions have connections to freemasonry i was gonna say a lot of freemasons get into powerful positions but i don't really know the directionality of things and like the percentages maybe it's not most but just from what I've learned it seems like you know it's a type of a community that's pretty open-minded at least religiously they're not like one religion and they have things that you do that you practice and to structure your life there's probably some secrecy it seems like Um, And there's different things that you're paying for to try to get to these different levels. Um, That's kind of what it seems like. Um, Now, at any point, if I keep studying these things, if I do need to correct myself, I will come back on here and I will eat my words and I will correct myself. Because I do not know what I'm talking about. I will keep saying over and over that I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm so ignorant on this topic that, like, even reading my notes, I'm like, I don't even know what this is. It's like (laughs) words. It just looks like a list of words that I wrote in English. Like, it doesn't mean anything to me. Most of it doesn't. Um, I don't, I'm not, I wasn't growing up around this terminology. I don't have even a picture of what it looks like as far as, like, So, for example, when you're a kid and you're Christian, you go to this cradle roll class that's, like, you're really young. And you, you know, back in my day, we had these little felt boards with these little felt pictures of Jesus or lambs or Mount Sinai or the burning bush or Moses or a staff or Pharaoh or a pyramid or whatever. All these little symbols that you would maybe see somewhere. I don't actually think the pyramids come up in the Bible. I think a friend mentioned that to me and I was like, yeah, I don't think they come up in the Bible. Egypt is there, but I don't think the pyramids 
I don't think anybody talks about the pyramids, which is weird. When he mentioned that it was weird, I was like, yes, that was very weird. Um, like, I don't know how Mount Sinai gets more recognition than the pyramids, but I don't know. We don't, we don't, I mean, even Jesus went to Egypt at a certain point and nobody, he didn't mention the pyramids either. So I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. But anyways, when someone's a young Christian as a youth, usually they're not getting brought there by someone else. Usually it's your parents or family. Or if you have a neighbor or a family friend where you're always sleeping over weekends or something, or they just want you to interact with their kids or whatever, and their parents don't mind their kid getting picked up and taken to church by someone else, even if they might not even be Christian. You know, you just go to church usually and you get introduced by, you know, like I said, these like felt boards with little pictures and you get a lot of stories when you're young. You're not like reading scriptures necessarily. You might memorize Bible verses. You learn a lot of songs. That kind of stuff sticks in your head. Like there's stuff I learned when I was so young that I still remember it. You know, I went to a, a Christian school and we had like <clears throat> you know how they do plays a couple times a year so I remember we did Handel's Messiah a couple times and then there was another time we did this one play that had like a bunch of bible verses and some people had solos but it was like bible verses put to music and there were some other plays that were like had nothing to do about um, the Bible, and then there were other plays that had some kind of biblical representation in it, and, you know, musicals, they're basically musicals where people practice and practice, and you would, like, watch them or be in it, and you'd learn these songs, and, like, churches would have plays and stuff, and you could get involved in that, even as a little kid, there'd be little choirs and, like, children's stories, and, you know, you grow up just, like, advancing you know your knowledge and you get maybe roles that you're able to participate in and volunteer in and maybe you get a label with that role and eventually you they hope that you stay the same religion or denomination and go get married and have kids and bring your kids to church and kind of you know they want to churches want to grow their membership usually that's a goal they usually want to have people they usually want people paying tithes and offerings uh and that's kind of just how it goes and most people would not have an issue with that most i mean there you can get pretty far deep into it and be like ah eh, that seems a little much but if i just explain it casually like that it's like if it's your choice and that's how you want to spend your weekends, you know, or involved with people, you know, speeding, feeding the homeless or like going to like old people homes and like interacting with them or playing music for them or singing along, doing like hymns, sing alongs or like, you know, volleyball nights with people from church or, you know, some kind of youth gatherings, vespers that kind of stuff it's like it's not 
the worst thing. Like when you have when you're when it's mostly open-minded people that are pretty peaceful that don't real that are peaceful but authentic, not gossipy and just kind of want to chill but like have kind of a common goal of like having fun and trying to like practice, you know, doing something positive and interacting socially positively with other people and you know, not stirring the pot all the time. You know, it's a it's a it's a decent way to grow up. It, it can go it can go wrong, it can go south. A lot of people do get traumatized or hurt. But there are a lot of people who are like, okay, this this worked for me. It was good. Like, I can identify plenty of good experiences and reasons why, you know, if I were raising a young person, I might actually want them to be involved in, in, in church, even if even if it's not really something I actively do. Like, when I think of it, I'm like, if I, some reason, God forbid, but some reason, if, if one of my cousins or somebody fell ill and they were like please can you take care of your young cousin can she live with you and you can just be responsible for this kid like I don't raise kids you know but I'm old enough to raise one um and if I had my parents help with it I could probably do it um but yeah if I was like responsible for them I would probably open the idea of socializing them somewhat in the Adventist church. Somewhat. Somewhat. I wouldn't want them to be so deep in it. I want them to at least know that it exists. Know that there's like a way of life where people kind of structure their weeks and try to balance out things. And do kind of have like a spiritual lifestyle that they choose. And that they like to study about things to learn kind of like what's the best method for their own personal self. I like that, you know, I like that framework. I don't think I'd be like, here, kid, like be Adventist and like, uh, I, I think, I think maybe raising, raising a kid around multiple, multiple types of groups where they have that kind of structure um, I mean, I wouldn't want someone to get confused, but I feel like it's a little bit like when you're bilingual or trilingual. When you learn a language, you can decipher which language you're speaking. And I think the same thing with religions. Like, when you grow up in different religions or around different religions, you know what belongs where. Like, you're not going to be, like, chanting, like, the Torah in the middle of, like, a mosque you know it's like you would know the difference if you were familiar with going to both a mosque and a synagogue on a regular basis you'd be able to kind of decipher what you were doing when and I think that could be valuable I don't think I'd be ultra I don't think I'd be ultra strict with it but just as a way to balance out a week I think if I were raising a kid, I'd want him involved in sports or some kind of activity that's definitely outside of the house and active, even if it's not a team sport, even if it's a solo sport, something active, even if it's dancing or something, something they can do, or even if I took them to the park and they can just run around, 
um, I'd like, I think that would be good, and being around people who have, you know, the concept of, you know, wanting to better themselves and wanting to contribute positively to society, I think those would be, like, the basics I'd want to instill in a kid, um, I mean, it would probably go deeper than that, but I would say at the very root, that would be at least something to work with, you know, to try to see like, okay, how does the kid respond to it? And is it benefiting them? Like, does it seem like they're finding peace and tranquility and being able to kind of focus when they're involved with these things and when they're involved like this or is it causing them like stress and depression and like high anxiety because those people in those environments um are just like driving them nuts like I would I would keep an eye on that because I wouldn't want them to be like exposed to like toxic environments or some weird cult thing but you know I I would want them to go would they go every week or multiple times a week I don't know I this I'm this is so hypothetical but I I could see the value in it I was raised very involved in these things and I could see the value in it and I want to know with Freemasons you know I, I kind of see that general kind of thing with them too from what it, it seems like they kind of value the same stuff Do they value community service? I don't know. It sounds like they at least value connection with with other members. I don't know if it's called a brotherhood. I don't really know what they call it. But they do value um, kind of strong connections with one another. Um... So I've rambled a lot there. Um, So positions that they mentioned. These are some more types of terminology. But positions that they've mentioned. Some of these are positions that the guys who were a part of this first episode mentioned. Past master. I don't know if they're saying taskmaster or past master. But it sounded like past master. So that's what I wrote in my notes. Um, Senior warden senior deacon you can be a member i don't know if a member is just like a general person i don't know amd council i don't know exactly what that stands for knight masons royal arch that's some that's got some connection with Blue Lodge again, whatever Blue Lodge is, which I don't even know. Master Mason, it sounds like after a year people can get to Master Mason. Am I right about that? I have no clue. New candidates, it sounds like these people are brand new. I don't know if they're members. If you're a candidate, are you a member? I don't know. There's a word that sounded like potentate or a potentate or I don't know. I don't know. But that's what it sounded like. And then a dues paying member, like a member that pays dues. So are there members that don't pay dues? Or are they there people who are like affiliated that don't pay dues? How much are the dues? What does the money go to? 
these are things that I have no idea. <clears throat> Next, we're going to talk about some of the degrees they mention. <clears throat> um, somebody said order of corks. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know if that was that's that goes in this category um or if it goes in the uh, the category of positions or if it goes in the category of like a type of a lodge or something i don't know masonic doctorate degree it sounds like there's other degrees like a first second third you hear people say 33rd a lot um uh and i don't know if that's the highest level you can get or if it's the commonest high common most common highest level i don't know there's york right and scottish right um so some resources they mentioned i don't know if these even still exist guys these guys were saying this stuff 10 years ago um <clears throat> so once came you is the name of a podcast once came you i'll have it in the notes you can see it there millennialfreemason.com which is a blog the first one once came you that's a podcast the winding stairs podcast and blog they mentioned it was forty dollars a year forty dollars a year for the masonic society journal Again, this was 10 years ago. Who knows? Inflation. I mean... Um... Yeah. <clears throat> Events. They mentioned Masonic Week. Now, they did not explain a lot about what Masonic Week is. They gave a website called www.yorkright.com slash Masonic Week. But when I looked it up, um, it didn't come up. It's now, it now seems to be at yorkright.org. And in February, the last um, Masonic week just passed in 2024. So they have the dates up for 2025. And they were talking about what to expect, but they never really said and that's when they started talking about amd councils which is i don't know what that is um they've said that people might put on degrees they mentioned things about worship fellowship some sessions are closed and then i guess when you're in dc you're closer to washington dc um you'll witness people coming from all around the world for masonic week um, they mentioned some books that they're reading. One was called Comprehensive Freemasonry by Henry Wilson Coyle, 33rd degree. There was a book called Better Angels, Our Nature, or something like that. Better Angels, Our Nature, Violence, or something like that. I think it had something to do with the Civil War. I don't know. The guy said that he listened to it on, I think, Audible. I posted the Amazon link for it. It's not my link. Um, I just Googled it and posted the link. Um, and then there was one called A House Undivided. 
they mentioned that that had at least a portion of it that was about uh, Freemasonry during the Civil War. Then they talked about other books that I didn't really, you know, list down. You can watch the episode. It's going to be towards the end. So if you look at the list of all the stuff I'm going to post, you guys might not, you guys might know more than I know. It's very likely that you know way more than I know. Because <laughs> I clearly don't know anything. Um, but this is kind of how I learn things. I kind of categorize stuff, ask questions that I want to know about, and then I just come across, as I come across them, I just kind of like, okay, that's a new term. Okay, that's the name of a degree. Okay, that degree is higher than this degree. Okay, this is what they do when they're worshiping. This is what fellowship looks like. This is what, you know, this stands for, that stands for. And I just kind of learn that way. So I've got kind of a framework laid out here of just randomness almost, but it's categorized (laughs) with a bunch of random terminology that I'm going to, as I read and learn, it's going to, become more unveiled as to what it actually means um i don't know what i'm gonna find i don't know if i'm gonna find something that totally turns me off um but so far it's not any like spooky weird thing so far to be honest without knowing much about you know if they support lgbt rights if they support black people or minorities in general or immigrant populations, if they, um, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it just because, let me just be fully transparent, I do have, like, some prediction that there might be some kind of racist tone to this, um, because just visibly what I see isn't very diverse, there might also be some kind of prejudice. But I don't know. Like, I, it's not... There's nothing I've come across that seems like they're actively excluding people. Yet. Um, um, there was something else that I was studying before. Oh, yeah. Um, Norse paganism. Um, and different groups of paganism. Um, I think Norse paganism and there's something else, but, um, there's certain groups, certain types of religious religions, African ones too, that unless you're part of that tribe or that people, you can't really join. I don't know if Freemasonry has some aspect of that. It might, I don't really know. I'm kind of interested to figure that stuff out first, but I almost feel like I don't want to learn that first because then if I do, it's going to kind of color how I how I learn about this. I'm going to probably be more turned off to it if I find out first that they're prejudiced and hate everybody. But um, um, I'm a little surprised that it incorporates multiple types of religions. To me, that seems more open-minded than most religions, so I'll give them that. 
I still think I want to categorize it maybe as a religion-ish. I don't know. Um, Because I don't think they have a god. I mean, fraternity does sound better, but it seems deeper. It seems deeper than that. Like, there is some kind of spiritual and, like, some kind of spiritual connection going on, it sounds like. Which kind of gives me hope. But I'm kind of wondering why they encourage people to have a belief in God. I'm kind of wondering why. Um, Like what that's all about. Because to me that's a little bit fascinating. Especially because they don't really seem like they're saying like don't be this religion or that religion. Um, Um... And, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to learn more. I'm, um, yeah, I've got a lot of curiosity. I liked seeing this, uh, youth group live stream. It was very insightful. I like longer form content where you're just hearing people talk um, some of the episodes seem pretty lengthy, so that's cool. And then having some books to go through, that's cool. Um, I just don't know. I don't really know what I'm gonna find. Am I gonna find that there's something that's gonna turn me off to this? Will racism or, you know, uh, homophobia turn me away? Um, maybe for a while it might, um, but it kind of depends how it's presented, because I can, I can more easily tolerate people who just say, you know, we don't encourage people to do this, but if they do it whatever kind of thing um like if they said something like you know we don't encourage black people to join but if they join you know we're not going to treat them badly or treat them worse or give them less opportunities or if they say you know we don't we don't encourage people to uh, be lgbt plus but if they are they are like, not that you could, like, tell somebody to be, but, um, you know what I mean. Like, they're not con- condoning and they're not condemning. I can kind of maybe tolerate that more when it's just like, eh, we don't preach this, but if you're there already, like, whatever, or if you already are born that way, then kind of like, we're not going to exclude you. Versus, like, we're open arms to everybody, we're accepting, we're open-minded to let people live their lives openly however they want to live without trying to, like, you know, have that little phrase in there, like, ah, we're not going to stop you kind of thing. Um, I don't know. 
I'm just curious. And I can't tell by just a few guys that I've seen talking. It does seem like there's a lot of men. Um, Cis men. Are they straight? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean... I think in general... I'm going to say this um, cautiously, but in general, a lot of times when people are connected to religious groups, most religious groups, especially if they're coming from a Bible-based group, might have that, um, that prejudice teaching that they learned of homophobia. But that is also kind of changing somewhat. Um, Just like in in history, you know, when people used to use the term, you know, unequally yoked to mean, you know, that black and white people shouldn't be married. And it was illegal for black and white people to be married to each other. Like people use the Bible about that. I mean, there is a lot of questioning about this term, you know, homosexuality and the translation. And was it 1945 or 50 something or whatever that I think is 1940, whatever the year is where there's that um, movie out. And there's another book. There's a book I've read called. Um. What's it called? Um, it's not called Undo. It's like... Dang, I'm going to have to look it up. It's not called Undo. It's called Un... Do I have it? Unclobber. Unclobber by Colby Martin... Um, um, kind of talking about, you know, LGBT and, you know, the Bible and how it's been translated and all these other things. There's a lot of questioning about the Bible translations. There's a lot of questioning about the New Testament, about the Catholic Church changing all kinds of stuff. There's so many things to question with so much stuff. It's like sometimes at at the end of the day, you got to just, if you're going to practice it, just practice it, you know. Um, It's going to be really hard to find anything out there that somebody's not going to be like, oh, that was a false prophet or, oh, that was a false teacher. Oh, you shouldn't do this or that. Um, It's going to be really hard to find anything that's pretty non-prejudiced um so I guess saying that you know I I wouldn't want to miss out on learning at least the basics because I'm already this far in I'm already at least like two hours into my night um well more than that let me see probably like Yeah, maybe two, two to three hours into my, into my Friday night with this, so, 
Um, so we'll see. I don't really know where I'm going with this fully. I just want to learn the basics. See what I think. Maybe get some access to some literature or some kind of something. I want to. I want to. I want to know more about what they practice, what they do. Because still a lot of it's like, okay, you can get to this level, or you can do this or that, but it's like, other than the guy that said those four things, and I'm not going to go back and listen to what all four were, I posted the link if you want to hear all four, because I only listed three, if you want to hear all four, you can watch the video, um, again, these are old videos, guys, like, I'm, this is old stuff, it's not even new, this is like old, like, eight year, two year, ten year information, but I'm going to try to record more on it if I figure out more that I want to talk about. If I don't want to talk about it anymore, I'll at least record one more episode that says I don't want to talk about this anymore. If it's creeping me out or if it gets too dark too quick or if it's something that I just feel like it's going to interfere with my calm and peace um because it's hard for me to like dive into like not deep topics but once it starts getting like if there's like ghosts and demons and all kinds of like you know extraterrestrials and all kinds of stuff like that it's starting to get involved with like the basics then I'm probably not gonna go that direction um not at night <laughs> and not all the time like because I do get freaked out I will lose sleep over it and I'm trying to work on my health so I don't really want to be losing like three days worth of sleep over watching some creepy seance or something um so yeah that's where I am with it uh if you want a very comprehensive view that is very detailed where people know what they're talking about you probably don't want to listen to my episodes about it because it's just going to be me trying to make sense of it without somebody teaching me it I'm learning from YouTube I'm learning from Dr. YouTube um so Is there anything else I want to say? Um, I'm I'm surprised I don't know more. I'm surprised I just don't automatically know more, because it does come up a lot in my life, um, just because of all the, you know, like I've I've mentioned, you know, that I earlier when I was saying like how I look into conspiracy theories and anyone who's been listening to this podcast. You know, I dive into those things. Um, so yeah, it comes up a lot, but I've always heard of it from a negative perspective. Like, oh, they're hiding secrets and they're trying to like rule the world and like, you know, yeah, I don't know. There's some conspiracy theory around why Freemasonry exists. And I don't know if it's connected to the Illuminati. I don't even know if that's the same thing. I have no idea. Um... The Illuminati seems kind of more more like it's some kind of like spirit 
spiritual based cult I don't I, I might sound ignorant because that might not be what it is but it seems like it's some kind of like extremist version of Freemasonry like within Freemasonry uh, with more of like a spiritual kind of focus am I wrong? probably um you know and I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that I don't really know what I'm talking about here um I'm being fully transparent about that um I almost hesitated not to record but I'm like you know I'm I feel like I've compiled a valuable amount of notes that people can at least click the links and watch what I was watching um if you know nothing like I know nothing those are you know videos that are interesting to see like watching that guy with the old jewelry box like not everything in there had anything to do with Freemasonry like maybe like four to six items had like symbols but that kind of just jogged my memory that it's something that I might want to learn and then the first video I came across with that guy talking about the four things that Freemasons should do every day it was kind of positive stuff so I was like okay that's a good start like it's not like some weird like thing that's like that's coming from that seemed like it was coming from some place of negativity I could kind of actually vibe with what he was saying and I'm like okay this sounds reasonable you know if people did these four things I think it would be a benefit to themselves and others um if they just only incorporated those four things um I don't think he was saying only do that but he was saying do those things and then from the youth groups um and these guys are probably all like in their 30s by now but um from the youth groups talking just hearing how they talk I watched another video that I don't know what it was called but it's it showed like two Freemason young guys they were talking to like one guy and um they just kind of made a comment like like you know a lot of young men you know nowadays you wouldn't really see them I'm not I don't want to I'm not trying to crap on like Gen Z or Gen Alpha or whatever but it's kind of what they were saying is like a lot of young men probably you wouldn't see them showing confidence shaking hands looking somebody in the eyes and like starting a conversation um that is one thing that I noticed is from what I've observed so far they seem to be good and confident with public speaking and seem to be trying to create a sense of community for each other um And I think those are strong skills to have and strong things to practice. And um, 
I do like the idea of people, even if it's not a religion, it doesn't have to be a religion, but just being a part of something, you know, especially when you're in like your teens and 20s, being a part of something that's outside of your house, that has other people in the community, even if it's just people who go and like, as a group, pull weeds for old people, you know, and like make their yards look nice, or paint abandoned looking or disheveled looking buildings in the neighborhood or pick up beach trash together you know a group that meets once a week to do something even if it's just basketball or whatever but a group that's kind of like community that has like a deeper level of meaning of you know serving each other themselves themselves individually each other as a group and then the community at least the local community, if not, like, some other type of activism or some kind of, like, humanitarian type of, you know, activities or, you know, trying to help with policies that could help others. Um, I think it's... I don't know if it's decreasing that people get involved in stuff, but to me, I think it's really... I. I always find it to be like super motivating to be a part of something like that you know to be a part of anything you know I'm in a health group on Fridays um we're gonna meet for half the year and at a certain point we're only gonna meet once a month but at the moment we're meeting once a week and just that alone you know helps me to get in probably more of the minimum amount of exercise per week that I need to get in I get in more of it and I and I choose more healthy healthy choices more often just from being a part of a group of people that I've never even met in person and we meet on Zoom and there's just stuff like that where I'm like you know, I've gotten more newly involved in stuff online, but just being, like, involved with people, you know, community, and, um, like, it doesn't really matter, you know, what you're doing, um, it doesn't matter too much what you're doing um you know as long as you're trying to help people and making the world better and trying to make yourself better and trying to heal things that aren't working out well and especially if it's things that are getting in your own way or getting in other people's way trying to kind of figure out what's going on there and trying to like get better with it just the basics, you know, like, I feel like if most people did that, they'd feel better, other people would feel better around them, they'd help other people feel better, but I feel like there's less and less of that these days, and so I do want to give credit to groups, even if, you know, there's not really, I know that there's not going to be any kind of perfect group, and that's not what I'm looking for, I'm not looking for the perfect religion or the perfect fraternity or the perfect whatever group that didn't come from any kind of racist background or didn't come from 
any kind of weird satanic cultic thing. Um, and when I say satanic, you know, like, people who worship Satan, I, I personally am not, like, against them. Um, I don't want to worship Satan, but if that's what they choose to do, from what I understand, just because somebody is is a Satanist doesn't mean that they're just running around, like, shooting people and trying to bomb things, and, like, you know, they have morals and values, and they, you know, have standards from the ones that I've heard talk or the ones I've talked to. Um, there's going to be bad people in any kind of group. So when I say satanic, I don't want to just be like, oh, like, anything satanic is bad. I mean, there's some stuff that satanists, you know, if they apply it, they could still, I think that satanists can be good people. You know, I do believe that. Um, I don't think that they're all, like, just running around you know, making the world bad, like, I don't, I've never really seen that, actively seen it, um, I mean, there are extremists in all, in a lot of different types of groups, and those are the ones, the ones that keep their eyes shut, that are just blinded to how they're the ones that are being hateful, those are usually the biggest problems of any group, is the hateful people that don't even notice that they're hateful, everybody else, is usually all right because they're working on it and so all right this is getting like really long so i'll be back about this we'll see if i dive deeper or if i hit a wall and decide to not dive deeper at this time or ever again um we shall know shortly thanks for listening